You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. That one you're dedicated to all the bicycle riders, seen? Bicycle rider, bicycle rider. Bike rider, my other bike rider. Bike rider, my other bike rider. Trust me, riding a bike is better. And good morning, and welcome to Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio for Monday, the 25th of May 2015. And I'm Chris. Thank you to Democracy Now for the last hour or so of current affairs. And, uh,. We're um, Yarrabug Radio, as I just mentioned, and we're about um, cycling and related transport issues, and we're broadcasting from 3CR in Melbourne. And on today's program, I'm going to have a chat with uh, Kat and Sid from Wrenchworthy uh, Bicycle Shed about their launch and fundraising tea party, and some of their upcoming events they've got happening at their uh, new workshop in Preston, or is it Reservoir? It's just right on the cusp. And also have some news about uh, a walking tour that was held yesterday along the proposed route or what we think is the proposed route for the Western Distributor in the Western Suburbs. So a bit of um, audio there from Alison Clark and she's just talking about uh, some of the processes involved. We've just gone through a massive process here or massive series of activities to do with the East-West Link and now we've got this, um, what we call the West-East Link being sprung upon us and we've got to um, unpack some of the issues surrounding that if we want a livable city to do with you know, transport and um, how we move around. We just had a massive weekend again, um, we had the Cycling and Traffic Safety Public Forum that was organised by Moreland City and Vic Roads, that was at uh, Brunswick Town Hall, I'm pretty sure we're going to hear some feedback on that. And yesterday I had the Memorial Ride for Gordon Ibbs in Geelong and a fortnight ago that uh, gentleman was uh, killed in a hit and run and uh, I believe that um, it's still looking for whoever was responsible for that pretty disgusting act. So, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and I think we might as well just get right into it today. And after the break, I'll be talking to, or this is a this is an interview I did yesterday with Kat and Sid, and this is to do with a new Wrenchworthy Bicycle Shed, um, and this was to celebrate about um, a bicycle workshop for women, non-binary and gender diverse, and that's up at Hop Community Centre, 659 Plenty Road. It's that kind of little dip you know where the tram goes up the hill and then goes further as it goes further along further up the reservoir you probably quite a, that little little bit of shops there that you might think nothing ever happens well actually there's a lot happening up there now you know have a quick break and we'll be back in a tick this is Izzy Brown from Combat Wombat. 3CR's annual Radiothon is almost here. At 3CR, we're calling to you to activate the airwaves by donating your money from the 1st of June till the 14th to 3CR's annual Radiothon. So keep 3CR active on the airwaves for another year. Any amount you can afford makes a big difference, so donate. Go online to 3cr.org.au or call us on 94198377. Let's do it together and support 3CR, truly independent community radio. Yeah! Pedal in his heart, no fast as I can go. 
The basket on my bicycle is hanging low. It's filled with things that I am bringing to your house. Well, I'm Kat. And I'm Sid. And we are on the organising collective for Wrenchworthy Bicycle Shed, which is an autonomous space uh, run by and for women, non-binary and gender diverse people to have access to bike tools and share knowledge and teach ourselves how to, how to fix our bikes. And um, today we're here at Hop Community Centre, or Horn of Plenty um, Community Centre up um, in the Reservoir Preston kind of borderline area and we're having our launch party. It's a really, really good vibe in here at the moment. We've got people here having really, really cute cups of teas and there's going to be bike workshop demos later and there's a bake sale and going to be a barbecue later on and so it's just people are starting to come now and it looks like it's going to be a really nice day. So just trying to trying to get people excited about our workshop which is launching from next week. So opening up today and then from now on every Sunday 1 till 5 at Hop Community Centre we'll be running the space. So volunteers all the time to help people out with their bikes. So just like letting people know where it is and meeting each other and just a bit of a bit of a sort of social event. Yeah. I'm really excited about this project and like creating this space and this community yeah, this community bike place for women gender diverse and like making it a space which was really like trans positive and queer positive because I feel like that's something that's really um, lacking especially like around the areas of like fixing your fixing bikes seems to be really like a male dominated um, space when you go into tool sheds and stuff which from my own personal experience like I found can be um, and from others that I've spoken to can be quite overwhelming to have like tools taken out of your hands and to have things like explained and have things done for you instead of actually getting to learn the skills so we're trying to create a space where people can come and you know tools will never get taken out of their hands and we're creating like a safe space for people to learn. Anyone who's been even peripherally involved in the cycling world from the perspective of somebody who isn't male it's it's pretty it's pretty obvious that it's a male dominated culture from from riding to building to fixing just like any aspect of it you go into any shop and the manager will be a man probably most of the staff will be a man if not all of them so we're just trying to trying to empower ourselves by developing the skills that we need to enter that space and undermine the power imbalance a little bit because then we're coming in with with some knowledge and some confidence and um, showing that yeah we're, we're capable and we're here. That's why we're wrench worthy because we're worthy of all the wrenches. <laughs> oh what was that thing that happened recently with the... Oh yeah there was uh, a friend of mine uh, wrote an article recently about um, uh, mountain bike riding and she was involved in a race a little while ago or I think she was watching the race and the male commentator was saying what a shame it was that the women were such a such a waste of their bikes that they they apparently weren't weren't pushing them enough and it's a pretty pervasive idea that that women aren't worthy of even the bikes and the kit that they use and a lot of us have internalized that as well so yeah we really just want to want to undermine that and be like this space is as much ours as it is as it is men's and um yeah we're here to stay and be taken seriously so so we're going to kick it off with a really good day party <laughs> and that's what we're doing today yeah
Hi, this is Katie from Little Birdie and you're listening to 3CR 855 AM. We need your help to support public radio and your local music scene. And this is Yarrabug Radio on Community Radio 3CR 855 AM and digital. And we're just going to go into the second part of the interview that I did with Kat and Sid from Wrenchworthy Bike Shed. What do you see yourselves doing in the future? Well, we want to just start by creating a self-sustaining workshop where we can learn the skills. There are already a few riding groups geared towards women, so it'd be good to build connections with them. And we've also been building connections with groups that are mentoring uh, recent refugee women, teaching them how to ride bikes. So I guess just mainly like forming connections with other community groups and trying to make it as uh, inclusive and uh, welcoming as possible for as many people as possible. Yeah, would that be Good Cycles or the Asylum Seekers? It was Good Cycles and Squeaky Wheel. Yeah. So this is, what, one till five every Sunday afternoon? Yep, at, at Hop Community Centre, which is 659 Plenty Road Reservoir. Which is actually a lovely little spot. You're, you're kind of like quarter to Reservoir, really, instead of Preston. Yeah. You're on the cusp of West Preston... And actually, it's a beautiful view up here. You're looking right over the city. Yeah, and it's a really close walk from Regent Station as well. If anyone's got a bike that's not rideable that they need to get here, it's totally doable. So I was looking, you've got, you know, you've got rims, treads, uh, frames, you've got like a full set of uh, bike tools. Yeah. And, and, so, and so you've got this lovely big open space out the back. Yeah, it's a lovely <laughs> space. We're really lucky to be able to use it. The way that I came to Wrenchworthy is like originally like I had this great bike that um, that I found on the side of the road, you know, that, that that needed that needed doing up and I went to I went to a bicycle shed in in Sydney and I went there with a, a male friend and basically the mechanic and the mechanic and like my male friend at the time basically did all the work while I observed and it, it was it was really really frustrating and and really hard because I was so excited to like you know learn these skills and it took me it took me quite a while to go in another bike shed after after that time and like I actually preferenced going into a going into a paid bike mechanic that you know gave me cheap deals on my really really crap bike but still like I wasn't learning the skills because I was more comfortable with like that power exchange than than the one that was than the one that was going on which was really just unspoken and like and it was just so hard like the friend that I was with was a mechanic you know on airplanes has nothing to do with bikes and it was just like it was just like oh you're a man person yeah you'll you'll do this and so I just stood there and it was really awful but then while I was in Sydney like another bike later and a few years later I um and after developing my own skills and like self-educating myself just to do basic things like changing my own tires and you know doing doing the little things I re-entered and went to a bike shed called Bicycle Garden in in Sydney and they're they're really really amazing and they also have a they also have a, a women and gender diverse program running up there called Chainlinks and um yeah, so I, I found both of those environments, both the bicycle gardens, which was inclusive to all genders, and chain links to both be like really, really powerful experiences. And I really feel like the work that, that because chain links was there, that with bicycle garden, that the two, the politics of the two really like 
fit into each other and there's also bike work that happens out of here on a Saturday and I'm hoping that like we'll be able to like you know build those connections with the other bike group that's happening here that is more um, gender inclusive as well so that like we're just creating better spaces for people like in general. Well my, my background is uh, is from a cycling obsessed family. My, my mother's a cycling activist of 20 years. My father sold food out of a converted cargo trike and my brother was a bike mechanic for seven years and I guess I guess the thing that I saw as really struck me was it seemed so natural that my brother could be a bike mechanic at, at 15 and even though I loved bikes and wanted to have the same skills it never actually occurred to me that I could do that as well and trying to get a job in a bike shop I had to go in every day for three weeks before they'd even look at my resume and you know I I they, they, my first job didn't even bother to train me. I was sweeping floors and stuff, even though I was ostensibly hired as a bike mechanic. So I've really had to force my way in. And, and even so, working as a bike mechanic now, a lot of male customers, uh, they don't believe what I say until a male mechanic says it. They try and help me get the bike in and out of the stand, or they just put their hand in there and do it um, without asking. They talk over me. And so it's, it's just really, really obvious to me how differently I am treated from my male counterparts. And seeing like the women who come into the store as well and remembering what that was like before I worked in one, it's a really intimidating experience. So I started talking to other women and gender diverse people about creating a space where we could, where we could like equip ourselves with the skills to go in there with confidence and just because I found that in my job once I started exhibiting more confidence and being like no this is how it is you're not going to help me put the bike in the stand it's this or nothing people did start to take me more seriously men started to take me more seriously so it'd just be great to be able to share that confidence with other women and gender diverse people because it can be really hard to access in this world so I guess that's that's my background. Get back on my bicycle, I'm moving slow Never thought I'd realize the type of things I come to know Some people just won't cut out for this type of life And you're listening to Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR 855 AM and digital And that was... Um, an interview I did with Sid and Kat at the Wrenchworthy Bicycle Shed and they had their uh, tea party and bake sale yesterday and my God, I wish I'd bought some more goodies because there were so many lovely, lovely, lovely things there including all their lovely little um, cupcakes and pumpkin scones and stuff and it was just delicious. Anyway, they got their first um, workshop on this Saturday, this Sunday on the 29th so Go to Wrenchworthy Bicycle Shed on Facebook. Just drop it in. There's a group there. Also have a look for the Horn of Plenty Community Centre website and it's got plenty of details on there. Now, coming up next, I've got this is um, a bit of audio I grabbed yesterday. There was a walking tour done of the proposed Western Distributor, which apparently goes somewhere along Whitehall Road in Yarraville. And now this has been kind of... Uh, um, a bit of a rush announcement after the um, East West Link was pulled. And it was a walking tour to try and uh, process what, what the hell is going on? How come in Victoria we're having these, you know, mega things thrust upon us? And why is this occurring? And this is a little bit of audio I've got from Alison Clark. And she's having a bit of a chat about the actual, you know, why is this thing happening and what we actually need in this city. So I'll just go into that now. I'm concerned that the, the Transurban, being a private toll road company, 
um, is proposing something that uh, seems to be being accepted uncritically by the state government that is essentially going to add to their profit margin because that's what they do. Of course, they have to. Legally, they're required to um, to improve their shareholder value. And so um, the idea that this is something that um, is really driven by what the community needs rather than what the corporation wants is it's a little bit of a fantasy. And um, I'm worried that the process of planning should be that we think about what the problem is, we think of multiple solutions, and then we pick one, and then we design it, and then we ask the corporate sector to get involved and decide, and, and you know, talk about how they might build it and what it might cost and so on. But here, that whole process seems to be outsourced to a toll road company, and rather than looking at the many options, including freight on rail, um, we are just looking at a pro- proposal that will make them megabucks, and. Um, the, the whole issue of how to solve the problem doesn't even arise. We're just looking straight at a project rather than talking about what is the problem, what is the solution and what would be the best thing for the community. So we're basically thinking that the government hasn't even considered changing the conversation when it comes to transport planning. Well, you would think that they would understand that people in Melbourne want better public transport, we want less car dependency, we know that petrol prices are not going to be down or for, for very long. I mean, at some point, petrol prices are going to start going up again mm-hmm. after the Saudis stop doing what they're doing with the prices, paying with the prices, um, to squeeze out competitors, I believe. Um, and so once that starts to happen, we are in a lot of economic trouble if we're all really car dependent. And so we should be building the infrastructure that will allow us to um, move more efficiently. And, you know, in, in Europe, people, the, the European countries spend much less on transport than us per capita because they do it more efficiently. But here we are all in our single occupant vehicles and this is another proposal that will principally be about feeding single occupant vehicles into the CBD, I think. Um, and the idea that it's about freight, well, you can do that freight task without having to have the extra extra road at either end that takes the outer, um, outer traffic into the CBD. I mean, the CBD don't want more cars. We want to have more walking, cycling, public transport in there. And the idea that we have a new road that feeds extra cars in the CBD seems in this day and age to me to be bananas. Yeah, that's right. My dad is 85 and grew up in Springvale and tells the story of all the train lines that he used to go on that no longer exist. Um, that were pulled up because they were seen as redundant or, or the, road, the land was wanted for something else. Um, and um, people don't really understand that we did have a huge rail infrastructure and a huge public transport infrastructure um, that's been sacrificed to the car. And um, so now this proposal will just lock that car dependency in even more. Well, it does look like a replication of the western end of East West Link. Um, and we know that in the western, inner western suburbs we need to get trucks off the streets and out of local communities. They're disastrous, they're belching diesel fumes. And, um, just, uh, and so there's a proposal, it was originally called the Truck Action Plan, then it got called the um, Westgate <laughs> Distributor rather than the Western Distributor. And the Westgate Distributor, I understand, will deal with the truck issue Um, without all the sort of supersize our motorways and adding extra cars stuff that the Western distributor um, brings. If people want to find out more about uh, making comments about the Western distributor as a community member, where where would you point them in the direction of? 
Well, it's interesting that the community consultation has also been outsourced to the private sector, which I think is a disaster because it just allows the private sector to, to tie the community up in knots and, you know, give us all kinds of, uh, talk to us on a one-on-one -on -one basis and not help us to organise. <laughs> and if you had uh, a community consultation organised by a third party, then you could have a large hall full of people listening to each other, but this privatised um, conversations one-on-one -on -one with the um, proponent of the project really tries to sink any community participation or community criticism and gives them all the information about what our criticisms are so they can get ready to refute them. And um, so in some ways it seems to me a waste of time to participate in that. Um, alternatively, there, there are community... Um, so there's a Western Distributor Community Forum on Tuesday, June 16th at 7 o'clock at VU Metro West, which is at 138 Nicholson Street, Footscray, and it would be great to see people along to talk there and try and um, do it in, uh, you know, as a community rather than all being sucked into the corporation's process, and that's organised by Public Transport Not Traffic. If you haven't been watching Channel 31, you've been missing out. Channel 31 is not your average television station. We're your local Melbourne community TV station. With over 120 new programs weekly, Channel 31 is leading the way with quality, diverse programs every month. We have a mass of Melburnians creating great shows across our amazing city. Switch on to Channel 31. There's something for everyone. you're listening to Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio and Community Radio, 3CR, 855am and digital live streaming uh, podcasts and all sorts of stuff. And we're listening to um, some audio I did yesterday of Alison Clark and it was talking about um, the Western Distributor and um, that was part of a walking tour in uh, Footscray, Yarraville. And um, part of it um, was uh, they started off at Yarraville Gardens and they had about 80 people in attendance. Andrew Kelly from Public Transport Not Traffic outlined the Western Distributor route and discussed concerns and questions about the way a private company is able to propose these sort of things because it's transurban. And... Um, Basically trying to work out what is going on in that area, you know, how um, where the tunnel mouth will be, how high, the gradient, the motor the motorway will rise. Um, it was kind of interesting looking at Shepherd's Bridge, you know, will there be another viaduct over the top of that where the Maribyrnong River is? It's pretty incredible. If, you, if you're pretty familiar with the Mooney Ponds bike path and where... Uh, CityLink goes over the top of that. Uh, we can have more of these sort of sort of fire ducks. I honestly don't know, but um, along with the walk, uh, Senator Janet Rice was there, and also was um, John Stone, uh, who's a well-known um, plan transport planning academic, and also had Sam MacArthur from uh, Maribyrnong Truck Action Group discussing some of this stuff. So, if you heard at the end of that, there's going to be a meeting in June, a public meeting, not one of the transurban ones. There's another one on tonight for transurban. It's one of these pop-up things that they're organising. So, um, you know, to, to take uh, some of the um, things from Dr. John Stone, he was explained to the group that this project, you know, the Western Distributor, will further entrench Melbourne's car dependence at a time when we should be building resilience against it. Have a think about that. Anyway, we're going to have some news and events, and I'll just go up here and click this. <coughs> and... 
news and events. And what have we got coming up? Well, as I mentioned earlier, we have uh, the first uh, Wrenchworthy workshop happening this Sunday at 1pm up there in Plenty Road. That's uh, 659 going off memory, Reservoir. And um, probably be good to get along for, for, this is a workshop for women, non-binary and gender gender diverse people. Also, interesting bit of news that um, from City of Yarra, if, you're, if you know of a group who has the capacity to develop and implement a great bicycle-related program in 2016, grants are now available as part of the community development stream of the Yarra Grants Program. And eligible projects would support uh, community uptake of cycling or help to, um, to improve perceptions of cyclists among non-cycling road users. And there's... Um, Applications will open on the 15th of June and close on the 27th July 2015 and interest groups are encouraged to attend one of the following information sessions and there's Tuesday the 16th of June, 12 noon, 1pm at Collingwood Town Hall, Wednesday 17th of June, 6pm, 7pm, Richmond Town Hall or Thursday 18th of June, 2pm, 3pm at Fitzroy Town Hall and further uh, information, talk to element. Emily or Julie from the Grants team on 92055170 or email grants at city of Yarra, or oh sorry, yarracity.vic.gov.au. And I've got to mention this uh, Friday, the, uh, the crew from Projector Bike are going to be doing. A Friday night ride, the Fitzroy edition, and that's going to be starting at 7:30 p.m. and it goes to 9 p.m. at at Embra Gardens. And Projector Bike will be leaving Embra Gardens in Fitzroy to take a ride through this unique suburb, exploring its bike paths and blank walls. So you know what Projector Bike is? You take out a projector and lots of people, and you project really, really fascinating short films and the like on blank walls around urban areas and reclaim that urban space. So they'll be showing some award-winning short films and a fresh playlist every week. So if you want to find out more, go to projectorbike.com.au and have a look at their calendar. And also, if you have a, if you know of an inner-city Melbourne bicycle related thing coming up, go to uh, yarrabug.org forward slash events and we have um, plenty of links and bits and pieces there coming up if you want to have a look at that. And uh, that's all I think we've got time for this week. Let's, let's see what this one does. Isn't that cute? Anyway, you can listen to our podcast at 3cr.org forward slash 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast or yarrabug.org forward slash radio or presenters at um, 3CR are volunteers. And this program and the station rely upon the financial support of our listeners. And coming up soon is Radiothon. So if you've been a guest or a listener or whatever to Yarrabug Radio, start uh, saving up your loose change or even better, become a subscriber. It's $35 unwaged or pensioner, $65 waged or $110 solidarity. So every bit helps to keep us on air. So thank you for today. Next week, we should have Val and Faith back in the studio. And up next, we'll have Dirt Radio. Check this out, man. <laughs>
This is Izzy Brown from Combat Wombat. 3CR's annual Radiothon is almost here. At 3CR, we're calling to you to activate the airwaves by donating your money from the 1st of June till the 14th to 3CR's annual Radiothon. So keep 3CR active on the airwaves for another year. Any amount you can afford makes a big difference, so donate. Go online to 3cr.org.au or call us on 94198377. Let's do it together and support 3CR, truly independent community radio. Yeah! You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.